Welcome to B2B Writing Success, the podcast on building a thriving business as a business-to-business writer or copywriter. B2B Writing Success is brought to you by American Writers and Artists, Inc. Now here's your host, copywriting expert and business coach, Steve Slonwhite. Hello, fellow B2B writers and copywriters. I hope you had a great week with your business. This week, I want to talk about how not to get more referrals. That's the title of this podcast. But if I was to make a longer title, I would be a little more specific and say how not to get more referrals from current referral sources. It's just that that title's too long for a podcast title. So how not to get more referrals. But what I'm talking about is refer, get more referrals from people who are already referring you. So let me set this up. Let's say that you get a referral from a graphic designer. You've gotten to know this graphic designer very well over the past few months. And then good news, you get a phone call or an email from her. And she says, hey, I have a, I have a client here who's looking for a copywriter. Uh, His name is Bill, and you should reach out to him. Here's his company name. Here's his email. Here's his phone number. He's looking for a copywriter. He's expecting your call. You probably want to get more referrals like that, don't you? You probably want to get more referrals from that graphic designer, from that same referral source. Well, you will get more referrals from that referral source if you handle the situation well, because there's a lot of ways that can a lot of things you can do, some of them inadvertent that you may not even realize you're doing, that really could sour um, a referral source's motivation to give you any more referrals. Okay, there's things you can do wrong that will prevent a referral source from giving you a second or third referral. And I wanted to cover these because some of these you may not realize, but you really need to handle this situation carefully and skillfully because you want a referral source to be a steady source of referrals, not just a one-time source of referrals. So how you treat that first referral from a referral source will determine how many more referrals you get from that source in the future. So how not to get more referrals. Here are the mistakes you can make. Number one, and this is something I've talked about in previous podcasts, is not being appreciative. If you're not appreciative of the referral from a referral source, that's guaranteed to ensure that you will not get any more referrals from that referral source again. What I mean is that simply being thankful, thanking the referral source when you get the referral, thanking the referral source again with a card or a separate email, thanking them again, thank you very much for uh, sending this business my way. I really, really appreciate it. And also, keeping in touch with that referral source and letting them know how, how it works out with that prospect or, or client. And thanking them again. You can't thank a referral source too much. So if you fail to do that, if you fail to show appreciation and, and thank the referral source and let them know how delighted you are to get referrals from them and how much you uh, uh, appreciate those, then they may not send you another referral again. So... If you don't want to get any more referrals, don't be appreciative. That's number one in how not to get referrals. Number two in how not to get referrals is not following up on the referral. Actually getting a referral from a referral source and then not contacting that prospect. Believe it or not, that actually happens. I imagine if you got a referral, you'd be scrambling to contact that potential client and get a hold of them and and set up a phone meeting and get started on a project. Uh, you would probably be scrambling to do that. But believe it or not, I've had situations where I've given someone a referral and for whatever reason, 
they did not contact that prospect. I've had the prospect contact me back and say, hey, Steve, uh, you told me that you, uh, you were recommending Dave, and uh, Dave never contacted me. What's going on? <laughs> okay, and can you imagine how that makes me feel? So, you know, if you get a referral, make sure that you contact that prospect, that referral, immediately, right away, jump on it. And if for whatever reason you decide that you don't want to follow up on the referral, you don't want the work, you're busy, there could be many other reasons why that referral is not a good referral for you. For goodness sakes, contact the referral source right away, apologize, say, I'm sorry, I can't take on this project right now, or I'm sorry, this this referral is not a good fit for me, you should pass it on to someone else. Do that, just don't go cold and, and not do anything. Otherwise, it may come back to the referral source, put them in a very embarrassing situation with that prospect, and they're not going to send any more referrals your way, I guarantee it. So that's number two, is not following up on the referral. Number three is one that I alluded to in, in number one, and that is not letting the referral source know what happened. So you get a referral from a client, you follow up with that referral, maybe you get the business, you get the project, you're working with the, that, that referral, but you'd never contact the referral source to let him or her know how it went. You should always do that. You know, about a month after you get the referral, and let's say you're doing some work for this brand new client you got, you should contact the referral source and say, hey, I just wanted to give you an update on the referral that you sent me. Here's what happening happened. I, I quoted the job. I'm waiting for, uh, for him to get back to me. Uh, I'm very hopeful that this could turn into a new client for me. Thank you very much for the referral. I just wanted to give you an update. Keep the referral source updated as to what's happening. That, again, is another way that shows appreciation. Okay, that's very important. So that's number three. Uh, Number four is asking the referral source for extra help beyond just giving you a referral. Let me uh, give you an example. Let's say that a referral source contacted you and said, I have a client who's looking for a copywriter. His name is Bill. Here's his phone number and email. Please contact Bill right away. He's looking for a copywriter. And you say, "Uh, okay, well, I'll tell you what. Could you set up a teleconference with the three of us? Let me know uh, how it's going. And also, could you give me some of the project details? I need to know the scope of the project and what their budget is. Could you find that out for me and then give me the referral? (laughs) Can Can you imagine? But believe it or not, there are some people that that I've given referrals to who've asked me to do stuff like that. Hey, I'm giving you a, re- a referral. I mean, I'm just passing on the lead to you. You should be appreciative and it's up to you to do the work to follow up on that lead and do whatever you need to do. Don't ask me for to do additional work. <laughs> okay? So don't do that. If a referral source gives you a referral, say thank you very much. I've got it from here. I'll, I'll follow up and I'll keep in touch and let you know what's happening. Okay, don't ask the referral source to do anything extra. Be appreciative for what they're already doing, giving you a, a referral that could turn into a lifetime client for you. So that's number four. Number five, if you do not want to get any more referrals, here's a good one. Give the referral that you've gotten from a referral source to some other copywriter without telling the referral source or even telling the client. That, again, actually happened to me. I gave a referral 
to another copywriter because someone contacted me. I couldn't take on the work. I, I recommended another copywriter. You know what that copywriter did? That copywriter said, thank you very much, Steve. And she didn't contact me again. She never contacted the client. She passed the lead on to someone else. And this someone else contacted my client. And my client phoned me back and said, hey, Steve, who's this person contacting me? That isn't the person that you recommended. <laughs> What's going on? Who is this person? And I said, I don't know who that person is. Can you imagine the position that put me in as a referral source? And of course, I would never refer any more work to her again because she did that. So th the idea is think about what you're doing. Think about how the referral source is going to think about what you're doing. <laughs> okay, and just be careful about that. If she wasn't able to take on the referral, she could have contacted me and said, Steve, I cannot follow up on this referral. I'm book solid with business, but I have a friend named Jill who's a very good copywriter, and, and i like to recommend her. That would have been perfectly fine. I would have contacted Jill. I would have vetted her a little bit before I, I recommended her, and then I may have, may have recommended her to, to my client. But that didn't happen, and it, and it created a very uncomfortable situation. So don't do that, okay? Don't do that. Uh, number six on my list on how not to get more referrals, and that is blaming the referral source for a bad experience you've had with the client. Now, here's how that scenario usually plays out. You get a referral source, uh, or rather a referral source contacts you and says, <clears throat> I have a client, Bill, looking for a copywriter. Here's his contact information. You contact Bill. You start working with Bill on a project. Bill is not a very good client. You have a terrible experience. You contact the referral source and say, you know what? You sent me this client, and this client was, has been nothing but miserable to me. Uh, he's not paying me. He's, uh, he's difficult to work with. As if you're blaming the referral source for that. Can you imagine how that referral source is going to feel? They're probably going to not want to send any more leads your way because they don't want to hear complaints. And they shouldn't have to hear complaints. You know, they simply passed on a lead. It's up to you to deal with the client the way you need to deal with the client. And if the client isn't working out for you, it's up to you to drop the client and move on. Okay, don't blame the referral source for a bad experience you have with a prospect or a client. Okay, it's not their fault. You don't want to do anything to discourage a referral source from sending business your way. So don't do that. So that's number six on my list of how not to get more referrals. Number seven on my list of how not to get more referrals is not staying in touch with referral sources regularly. In other words, even during periods where they're not sending work your way, not staying in touch with them, not buying them a coffee every so often, not picking up the phone and saying hello. Okay, you need to stay in regular contact. There is one copywriter, he's actually a marketing consultant slash copywriter, who over the years... I've sent a lot of subscribers and a lot of clients his way. And he is a genius at keeping in constant contact with me. I get a postcard from him every single month. And here's a special note that he sent me a little while ago. A handwritten note. He says, Hello, Steve. I couldn't let another day pass without taking the time to thank you for the steady stream of work and referrals you send my way. And then he goes on to mention a specific client that I sent his way. And then he says, and it all began with you. 
I even get the occasional newsletter sign-up who mentions finding me in your book. So thanks. I truly appreciate our friendship and the people you send my way. Now, uh, I've only met uh, this particular guy once, and I speak to him frequently on the phone because he does follow up. But can you see how appreciative that is? In fact, this note was sent to me about three months ago. I still have it. <laughs> okay. Still pinned to my bulletin board. So that, that's the power of being appreciative. Going back to uh, number one, stay in touch with referral sources. Whenever, pick up the phone and say hello, chat them up, invite them for a coffee or a lunch on a regular basis. If you're going to be at the same conference, arrange to meet for lunch or a coffee, stay in touch with these referral sources because if you build those relationships, I mean, it's golden. So that's number seven. And by the way, if you don't want any more referrals, don't stay in touch with, the, with referral sources. <laughs> okay. So number eight on my list of how not to get more referrals is not asking how you can return the favor. In other words, it's not very politely saying, uh, Mr. Referral Source, thank you very much for this referral. How can I return the favor? What would you like me to do to re return the favor? Uh, can you give me an idea of the kind of referrals you're looking for? And perhaps I can send people your way. Or sometimes referral sources have affiliate programs or referral programs. So you can ask that. Say, oh, do you have a referral program or an affiliate program? You know, how would you like me to thank you for these referrals? And you need to bring that topic up. And that's a very uh, polite way of, of doing it. That's number eight. Number nine is saying no without showing your appreciation. What I mean by this is that sometimes, and this happened to me just yesterday, uh, sometimes a referral source will contact you and say, hey, I have a client, Bill, and he's looking for a copywriter. But when the referral source describes the opportunity to you, you realize that Bill is not a good fit for you or that you're busy and you won't be able to fit Bill's project in. So you, got, you say no, and it's okay to say no. You don't have to take the referral. It's okay to say, Mr. Referral Source, um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm book solid. I don't want to disappoint your client, Bill. I won't be able to take on his project. It's perfectly okay to do that, but show your appreciation. In the very next sentence, say, thank you very much for thinking of me for this referral. I hope you'll think of me again. I just don't want to take on this referral when I may not be able to fit Bill in my schedule and then end up disappointing this client. So uh, I have to say no, but thank you very much. Please, please think of, think of me again when this type of opportunity comes up. You want to show your appreciation. Because if you don't, the referral source will think, well, you don't want referrals. And that again, that happened to me just yesterday. I, I offered a uh, referral to a uh, marketing consultant and a, a copywriter, content writer guy. And he just kind of bluntly said no. He said, I'll pass, period. No, thank you. No, I appreciate you contacting me. No, um, you know, please send more referrals my way. Nothing, just said coldly no. Now, in his mind, he might have he felt that he was just, you know, saying no. But you got to show your appreciation. You got to think about how the referral source feels. Okay, because, you know, if you don't show your appreciation, the referral source thinks, meh, maybe this person doesn't want any recommendations from me. I'll just pass on these leads to someone else. And you don't want to leave that impression. That's number nine. Now, number 10 
And the final one I have on my list of how not to get more referrals is stating conditions of, set, of, of accepting your referral. Again, this has actually happened to me. I contacted someone last year to actually offer them a speaking gig and a speaking opportunity. And uh, they contacted me back and they said, well, I, I'm, I'm interested in getting this referral, but it, it must be on these conditions. And she listed a bunch of conditions that her fee is $5,000 minimum. They must pay for travel. Boom, 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 boom. Like this long list of, of very rigid guidelines and, and conditions before she would accept the, uh, the, the referral from me. And I thought, are you kidding me? I, I'm simply sending a referral your way. It's up to you to contact the referral and negotiate your deal. It's not, it's, you know, you don't do that with me. And if you don't want the referral, just say no. And, you know, and, and that's perfectly fine too. But don't hit me with conditions that as if I, as if you're doing me a favor. Okay. So just be careful with your tone, you know, and what you're asking for. In fact, you want to make it easy for referral sources to send you referrals. You don't want to give them hoops to jump through because they're not going to jump through any hoops. Okay. They're a referral source. They're doing you a favor by sending you referrals. There are other people, other professionals they could be sending these referrals to, okay? So don't give them hoops to jump through. Don't make it difficult for them. Make it easy and show your appreciation. Otherwise, you won't get any more referrals from that referral source. And that's sad because one referral source can easily translate into tens of thousands of dollars worth of business for you, perhaps for years to come. So... Uh, keep that list of how not to get more referrals in mind the next time you get a referral. So I'm Steve Slonwhite, and I hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success. And would you do me a favor? If you have any topic suggestions, you can send them my way. I'm easy to reach. Just uh, email steveslonwhite at gmail.com with your topic suggestions. I'd be delighted to hear from you. For past episodes of this podcast, you can subscribe on iTunes. Just do a search for B2B Writing Success. Or you can go directly to the website at www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. So until next week, have a great week with your B2B writing or copywriting business. We hope you enjoyed this edition of B2B Writing Success with Steve Slonwhite. For more tips on building a thriving B2B writing business, visit www.b2bwritingsuccess.com. <laughs>